0: Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I see all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh.
1: Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such
2: a bizarre
1: world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. And yes, we're looking at you, Eric Swalwell, you lying creep. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty! Live
0: from Studio C! Oh, C,
1: senor!
2: A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, uh, is it Little Friday already? It is Little Friday already. We're under the tutelage of our
1: general manager. How can you choose? I don't know, Mark Marknopoly Zuckerberg? Hunter Biden? Xi Jin Swalwell? I don't know! Wow. Wow. Too many choices. Xi Jin Swalwell.
2: That's mean. <laughs> that was probably a little unfair. That's weird, isn't it, Hanson? That's muted, but the sound's coming out of there. What do you think that is? Nah, I think I screwed up.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I really need a compliance belt, Michael. Shock me if I get the wrong buttons pushed. It's the only <laughs> way I'll learn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was at a pet store the other day. They had a big sign. Here they're wrapping up, Doc
1: da, 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 da.
2: You know, as, why was that the pet store the other day? I'm there every week and a half. No, more, less than that. Like every three quarters of a week. So I'm there five times a month. Buying crickets. because For, for Gekki the Gecko. Because we have a gecko. Yes. And uh, so a regular part of my routine is uh, the time it takes to go
0: and expense because the dad's up to buy the crickets. Is that a bi weekly thing? Is that a can you, yeah, can we, you buy? In, can you buy in bulk? Can you get like two months of yeah, crickets they, at a time? Well,
2: hmm, depends. It depends. So um, you can buy them online. We've been buying them online and mm-hmm. like a big box comes up at like 500 or something like that.
1: Crickets for your gecko dot com.
2: And uh, <laughs> but where do you where are you going to keep all these crickets? And it's not it's not that easy to deal with because they're huh. incredibly loud, oh, and then they right. start to make a terrible smell.
1: Crickets stink.
2: Oh, uh, if you get enough of them together and you keep them in the container, unless you're going to like empty it out every other day and then clean it and put them back in. Uh-huh. I mean, if you well, just want new pets, if you just want to dedicate your life to cricket raising, which I practically have, uh, yeah, it's the, the buy them in bulk is kind of a pain, and and they're and they're and they're healthier. The ones at the pet store are nearly dead. Oh boy, <laughs> so they're quiet. But um as, as most dying animals are, but the, the the really good ones. Last week, I can't tell you how much sleep I lost in the middle of the night with a flashlight, crawling around, trying to find where the cricket is.
1: <laughs> that's, that's all you need, man. Yeah,
2: that's, what, that's all anybody needs uh, when, you, when you're trying to run your life and everything else that's going on is, I want to go to sleep so bad, but I can't with a <laughs> sound.
1: <laughs> you had to be homicidal. Oh, I was. I was oh, trying to find no.
2: that one
0: cricket, and they have a. You think it, it's coming from over there, and you go over. It's, there like and weird, oh, it's it, coming from it's over like there. It's like a weird ventriloquist thing. Like it's bouncing off the walls, and you can't quite pinpoint yep. it. Like when yep. your smoke
2: alarm is beeping, you'd swear it's the one right over your head, but now exactly. it's over
1: there. Echoes off the walls. You end <laughs> up chasing it around all day. Well, at least the cricket will keep up the racket, so you can home in on them theoretically.
2: Same as the same as it's anyway. So uh, get the crickets, and they get the the. the ones that are half dead but you can only get 20 at a time they have a limit at the pet co that i go to you can only get 20 crickets at a time you feed them about five a day so it doesn't last that long and a few of them die in the meantime anyway so i'm constantly buying bugs for what did you what was your thing you're spending your time buying bugs for lizards
1: yes Mm -hmm. i that's i believe that's correct yeah
2: yeah as every parent has 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 known unless you're more disciplined than i am to a certain extent, if your kid gets a pet, you now have a pet. Oh, absolutely. Either completely or at least somewhat. Um, so that's just, you know. Anyway, age-old story. How did I get into this? The, the, it was, the tangent had something to do with something. The buying oh, the crickets.
1: Jesus. too too far, too Shh. many twists in the turn ago. Sean said
2: something, and it reminded me of the crickets. What were you talking about, Sean? No, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I know it was related His to something. love of eating live animals. I know it was related to something. Um, we have some bad job numbers that have come out. What? Yeah, really bad. No. No. Went up a lot, the jobless claims. Uh,
1: Trouble times. 850,000 this week. Yeah, great Scotts. So I've been reading a fair amount about the restaurant industry, and I realize it's stating the flamingly obvious, but the devastation is enormous.
2: Well... I, I don't know this. I heard they are noisy numbers, which I can uh, get into coming up later what that term means with economists and all that sort of stuff. But it wouldn't be surprising to me that a lot of businesses that were holding on were barely making it. I'm putting stuff on my credit card. I think we're going to make it till we come out of it. And then all the news over the last couple of weeks is, nope, shutting back down. It's going to be worse. Next couple of months are going to be the worst we've ever had. We're not mm-hmm. getting out of it. And people thought, OK, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. We're I'm going to stop
1: sustaining losses. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to cut off yeah. the bleeding. Yeah. Right, stop the yeah. bleeding. Yeah. We're,
2: we're not going to stay open, so I might as well close now. It's over. That's got to, to have to contribute to the whole thing. Hmm. Um, so, in fact, I know uh, uh, a family that that did that very thing. Thought they were going to weather the storm, and then it became clear, okay, this storm is not even close to over. In fact, the worst part's coming, so we're done. Ugh. We're done. It's over.
1: Nasty. Um, Get that vaccine going. Come on.
2: Yeah. So you have bigger problems than my uh, loud crickets. Let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. We'll get into all that stuff later. All those general managers, Joe's, Joe teased. Uh, we got we to explain the story on all those things.
1: Oh, yeah. Big, big, big I mean, huge stories in, in every direction, whether it's Zuckerberg and the antitrust against uh, Facebook. The Hunter Biden thing has exploded, and with it, indicting the utter dishonesty, partisanship, amorality of American media. And then you got Swalwell rolling around with a hot Chinese spy, which Mm -hmm. is a little easier to understand. But does she still? Do they still? It's about as basic as you could get. Well, except do the communists, the Shycoms, still have their hooks into Swalwell in one way or another? And why is he on the intelligence committee? Well, if he was rolling around with her at any point, they
2: absolutely
1: have their hooks in him. That's without a doubt. Right. Right. Uh, Can you imagine? And you know, pick the year nineteen sixty-five some congressman on the intelligence intelligence committee it's disclosed that he had had an affair with a russian spy please he would quit immediately out of shame and patriotism yeah of course swalwell is a gutless liar so he doesn't give an s about the united states of america all he cares about is his own pretty hide
2: Ugh. and her pretty hide well it is At a one pretty point- hide um, let's introduce everybody to squad there if any listener uh, remembers the tangent I took off on the cricket thing
0: because I was gonna bring it back to an important story <laughs> Joe was talking about his compliance belt because he had the wrong buttons I've I was trying to be the only piece, way for me to learn I wouldn't yeah. I wasn't gonna t- you know start the show with my cricket
2: story it was tied into an important story
1: was it was it really It was now
2: I can't All remember
1: right. yeah so you claim. <laughs> <laughs> there's our board operator, Michelangelo,
2: pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: Uh, good. You know, there's a lesson here um, for parents. When you buy your kids' pets, assume you're going to have to look after them. So when they yeah. when you're buying a pet, you know, ask yourself, can I take care of this thing?
1: Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yes, that's parent 101. Right if
2: I'd there. have known the cricket thing was as much difficulty as it is, I would have probably said no. I thought this is a really low-impact pet he's getting. Make sure there's a little water in the dish. Sure. Throw it some food. It doesn't do it. You don't have to walk it.
0: Make sure you its don't. light bulb is on.
2: Yeah, exactly. Clean the cage once a month, maybe. Their leavings are very small.
1: I, I um, can't believe it's so picky. It won't eat a dead cricket. Explain to it. Look, I eat dead meat all the time. It's fine. You cook it. It's fine. <laughs> you cook it. Put it go. Put it on your heat lamp. <laughs> Get it about medium rare. You'll. You'll. It's you'll, delicious. You'll love it. It's
2: the tenderest cricket you've ever had. <laughs> um. There is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
0: doing quite well, enjoying this week, pretending I am somewhat like Scrooge McDuck as I uh, found money, right? I got the stimulus check, uh, I don't know, somewhere seven, eight months after it was supposed to uh, arrive into my hands, but but now it's like, oh, look, look at this. So just, just mana, just mana dropping from the sky into my pocket. What am I going to do? Get a tanning bed? I don't know. What do I need a tanning well, bed for? Get a what, tattoo. What? Ooh, there's a good idea. <laughs> pinball machines. Maybe I should start pricing out pinball machines. I've always wanted one of those. Those are a couple hundred bucks, right? I still have something left over. I can oh, do something responsible with a pinball machine those go well in apartment complexes don't they <laughs> your upstairs neighbor bing 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 oh my god well, what for, a
1: great idea yes yes oh i god.
0: got it sean you can get one of those classic arcades that you wanted you know the ones that the stand-up oh yeah they, they have like those kind of quote-unquote miniature like one-up home version of the uh, the old school like stand-up arcade machines that uh they i'm not gonna lie uh, i or, have looked up for or, on sale many times or you could put it in an index fund Sorry. Uh, well, I'll tell you,
2: I've been talking about this for a long time. I know so many businesses where they've told me, oh, yeah, since the stimulus checks started coming out, we're out of this, we're out of that, we're out of that. All kinds of, like, non-essential things that oh, people boy. thought, okay, here's my spending spree. Awesome. Oh,
0: boy. What, is that a samurai sword? That looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> is that authentic? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure it is. It's signed by somebody? Oh, cool.
2: Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, December 10th. Year twenty twenty, we're armstrong and getting. We approve of this program.
1: All right, let's begin afflicting the comfortable. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at mark. The truth is that the real threat we face as a country is from the communist government of China, which, and everyone knows this too, has long been in bed with our democratic elites. In some cases, literally in bed. And yes, we're looking at you, Eric Swalwell, you lying creep. <laughs>
2: Swalwell, Swalwell, you got to know the backstory on there is uh, Tucker dared Swalwell to come on during the whole Russian investigation. Swalwell came on, they got into a screaming match. So there's a there's a personal thing and there going on there. Yeah, you yeah.
1: lying creep. Well, and we can we can play the highlights package, but Swalwell, Swalwell was neck and neck with uh, uh, pencil necked Adam Schiff. Being front and center with, yes, I've seen secret information that uh, the president is an agent of the Russians. I mean, he was just lying, lie after lie after lie for two years. Because somebody who knew the president, who
2: knew them, met uh, somebody who was possibly a Russian spy at a bar once. Right. Um, yeah. That was enough to say the president was a Soviet agent. The fact that you were sleeping with a known Chinese spy is not really a problem.
1: Yeah, she was a trusted friend and <laughs> fundraiser and lover and the rest of it. No, that's that's nothing.
2: Anyway, uh, so... You
1: lying creep. <laughs>
2: that's hilarious. Um, Mailbag? Looking oh, yeah. good.
1: Outstanding. So much to get to today.
2: We'll get into some of those economic numbers, all that sort of stuff. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. looking at you Eric Swalwell you lying creep
2: (laughs) somebody (laughs) texted that was the best TV I've seen in a long time (laughs) Tucker attacking Swalwell you lying creep (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) yes 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 speaking of lying creeps we also have Mark Zuckerberg in the news and Facebook being accused of antitrust violations by 48 attorneys general yeah wow Hunter Biden and Old Man Biden, although just officially Hunter at this point, under investigation for being a lying creep and or a tax cheat and also under the control of the Chinese communists. All of those stories we were talking about before the election, you remember that Facebook quashed, that Twitter censored, that the mainstream media ignored? They're now absolutely confirmed. They're bigger than we thought. Glenn Greenwald did some great writing on that, so we'll talk about that as well. So a lot of big stuff going on today.
2: And uh, the jobless claims are out today, and it's a big number. went up a lot, so we'll have to get into that. I
1: hate to hear that. Mailbag. I was inspired by the fact that we were quoting General Dwight D. Eisenhower, later President Eisenhower, yesterday about the military-industrial complex, so I thought we would do a few uh, freedom-loving quotes of the day from President slash General Eisenhower, uh, a proud native son of beautiful Abilene, Kansas. Uh, here's where
2: his co- presidential library is. If you ever happen through there and you won't,
1: it's uh, quite entertaining. It's closed for COVID. I'm sure uh, it is. I happen to be on their website. A la- 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 couple of quotes from uh, Dwight. First, this is a warm-up quote. You know, farming looks mighty easy when your plow is a pencil and you're a thousand miles from the cornfield. <laughs> I just like that as a rural guy, blasting university guys. He was actually, it was an address at Bradley University in Illinois. Uh, but here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. A people that values its privileges above its principles soon loses both. There you go. Hey, now. Straight out of Ben Franklin's, uh, you know, cauldron of wisdom, right? Moving along to the correspondence proper, nice note here from Justin, who appears to be a, a high-tech fellow with a big brain. Uh, Morning, Joe. Any chance you could break out Nigel Rotund's "A Portly Christmas" and make it available for download again in time for its tenth anniversary this year? Googling, no. Banging, no. Duck, duck. Going. It only returns the promotional video, not the tracks themselves. Oh, golly gee! I'll have to uh, do a little digging. Uh, for folks not familiar with it, uh, Nigel Rotund was our uh, our, our uh, UK correspondent for a number of years on the show. Uh, Big, fat British guy. Mm. <laughs> <That was> <laughs> <laughs> we ought to tell that story at some point just because uh, it's charming. But not now. There's no time for charm. Jack from beautiful Folsom, California, writes, here's some irony for you. My daughter's a high schooler, and she and her friends have jobs throughout our community. You know, Old Navy, restaurants, grocery stores, that sort of thing. The school has given them all work per- permits and is allowing them to work more hours than normal due to distance learning. And yet they're still not able to be back in school because it is about keeping them safe.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh, that's that's, that's funny. I hadn't even thought about that. I have a niece who's uh, at a major university, and they're not doing hardly anything in classroom. She works 30 hours a week at Target
1: in that town, though. Right. Right. Uh, and, and in this case, with the school's permission, yes, Old Navy's safe enough, but school is not.
0: That is ironic. It's like a no smoking sign on your cigarette break.
1: That's ah, not. That's just merely unfortunate, Sean. That's not,
2: it's not ironic. Target hiring all over the country, by the way, for the most part. $15 an hour starting wherever you are. Nice. That's, a, that's pretty good.
1: Restaurant owner here. I think one major component people are missing is, aside from the crazy shutdown requirements, people have been brainwashed into thinking this virus will kill them, their friends, and their pets. We're open at 50% capacity, which is a positive. doesn't say where he is or she is, but but we're hardly filling up because people are so freaked out. The government and media have to stop scaring everyone for this truly to be over. Lift the restrictions. There will still be people out there afraid to go eat or, worse yet, too broke to do so. Mm. That's an interesting perspective. CNN, for instance... Um, has absolutely dedicated itself to being the "We're going to scare you to death" channel, having you know moved on from the "Trump is a Russian agent" channel.
2: Wouldn't we all be better off if they gave the numbers broken down by under sixty and like over seventy-five? Always had that number breakdown because that would change your entire perspective of
1: this oh, thing. Yeah, you could do like three age demographics. It would take ten seconds. And finally, this uh, major suburban school system. Uh, Jack points out that uh, their school system is not giving any Fs out. The lowest possible grade is a D. We were talking yesterday about the incredible explosion in kids getting Fs in schools because distance learning is a failure. Uh, But there are major school systems that aren't giving out Fs at all, so that's further distorting the numbers.
2: Wow, no kidding. It's a
1: disaster, an unmitigated
2: disaster. How are they ever going to catch people up, or will they ever catch people up? We're actually going to have a generation signing their name with an X. Oh, boy. (laughs) A whole generation of people...
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Some of the ship's COVID precautions include sailing at half capacity with mandatory masks at all
1: times, mingling discouraged and no stop so you're on a big ship but it doesn't dock anywhere and you can't see anyone perfect vacation if you've been cooped up in quarantine for the last
2: nine months and thought i love my apartment but i wish it was smaller and gave me motion sickness (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's pretty funny uh, bad news on the job front. U.S. unemployment claims rose to 850 thousand last week. Moving up. That's a I pretty big number. I did not big see number. that coming. That's a pretty big number. You know, I, I, am well. I had, I didn't see it coming. I didn't think about it at all. But um, uh, if I think about it for a second, and we're gonna try to get an expert on about it. All this news about hey, closing stuff back down again. We got the worst couple months coming had to cause businesses to say, all right, I got to tap out. Right. I don't have three more months of cash. Or I got to cut the
1: the four
2: employees I got down to one or something.
1: Yeah. I guess we, uh, we the United States, and and the daily reports of deaths are sometimes misleading because they save them up over the weekend, that sort of thing, but... Uh, right now, we're setting records. More people were reported dead from the vid. And I know some of you have disputes. Maybe they died with the COVID as opposed to of it. But uh, more people died, were reported dead yesterday than died in the, the 9-11 attack. Yeah. At least on that day.
2: Yeah, yesterday was over 3,000. Um, on the uh, the jobless numbers, though, here's one thing from the Wall Street Journal that I hadn't heard anywhere else. The GAO, the Government Accountability Office, a federal watchdog last week, last month, said jobless claims have contained inconsistent data. What they call uh, noisy numbers, I to guess, tell. in the economics world. Noisy numbers are ones that, yeah, but this, but that, but that. You know, there's there's some, well, like the COVID stats you were just talking about. Those are all noisy numbers. Yeah, but you increase testing. Yeah, but not everybody reports. You know, some people keep three days worth of reporting, then dump them on one day. Right. Uh, that sort of thing. Those are, no, are noisy numbers. But anyway, the GAO on the jobless numbers said, because of the pandemic-related surge in applications and attempted fraud that's going on, there's so much fraud that's happened all over the country, that uh, that's some of it. All right, we've reported on the two billion dollars
1: worth of fraud in California alone,
2: just in California. Yeah, the Labor Department said it doesn't plan to change its methodology. Economists also caution the claims figures can be volatile from week to week, especially around holiday periods. So don't put too much stock in one week's numbers. Okay, so
1: keep that in mind. Fair enough. See that? that you know what, Jack? I tip my cap to you. I uh, hosanna. This is what we try to do. You're not going to hear any of that stuff from any news outlet all day long today. You'll just hear the exciting number because it gets you to click and tune in.
2: I did do the deep research of reading the second paragraph in the Wall Street Journal.
1: It's way more than most people do. Well, (laughs) yeah, while I appreciate your self-deprecation, that is, as Sean indicates, a hell of a lot more effort than you see out of the legacy media, which brings us to the Hunter Biden story. And I feel the need to wax uh, editorial here before we get into the facts. I'm going to be quoting, I've been digging around for all the information I can find on this story, but uh, I came across Glenn Greenwald writing about it. And it's interesting, Glenn is absolutely a lefty, politically speaking. He's kind of your classical liberal, bigger government than I would like, that sort of thing. We disagree on all sorts of stuff. But Glenn is an old school, highly principled... Journalist. Journalistic principles are his religion, and it, it's so interesting to see guys like him and Matt Taibbi in this era of activist journalism and uh, an activist to the point of being completely dishonest. Um, he is now my brother in arms, and, and I'm absolutely I don't care about any differences I have with Glenn Greenwald. Our need to have honest journalism somewhere is so desperate in a republic like ours that, uh, I mean, I'm so grateful that he and Taibbi and other people are doing what they're doing, and they're doing it eloquently, and because uh, Glenn Greenwald doesn't have to prepare and deliver a four-hour radio show every day, he can really dig deep into this stuff, so I'm going to be hitting him up and quoting him here. Um, Hunter Biden acknowledged today, yesterday, he's been notified of an active criminal investigation into his tax affairs by the U.S. Attorney for Delaware. Among numerous prongs of the inquiry, according to CNN, investigators are examining, quote, whether Hunter Biden and his associates violated tax and money laundering laws in business dealings in foreign countries, principally China. China. I I remember back when it was everybody was obsessed with Ukraine. And I kept trying to tell you the trouble is in China. China. Anyway, so here it is. Um. Uh, I also need to point out that this investigation has been going on for quite some time, I believe since 2018. But uh, documents relating to Hunter Biden's exploitation of his father's name to enrich himself and other relatives, probably including old man Joe. But that's down the road. Come on. Uh, Exploitation of his father's name to enrich himself and other relatives through deals with China were among the cash published in the weeks before the election by the New York Post. Revelations censored by Twitter and Facebook and steadfastly ignored by most mainstream news outlets. That concerted repression effort by media outlets in the Silicon Valley left, uh, left it to right wing outlets such as Fox News and the Daily Caller to report, which in turn meant that millions of Americans were kept in the dark before voting.
2: Can I jump in with one Matt Taibbi quote, uh, please tweet right now that gets to what you're just talking about? It's been amazing to watch how in the Trump age, one time liberals have become the country's staunchest defenders of censorship and corporate personhood.
1: Yeah, nice. And then Greenwald says, but the just revealed federal criminal investigation in Delaware is focused on exactly the questions which corporate media outlets refuse to examine for fear that doing so would help Trump. Namely, whether Hunter Biden engaged in illicit behavior in China and what impact that might have on his father's presidency. You know, if if Hunter Biden is a dirty dealer and he was running around throwing daddy's name around to get stuff, I've known plenty of guys like that. That's not sure. necessarily a reflection on Joseph R. Biden, Democrat, Delaware. Um, on the other hand, as is it James Bobolinsky, who was likewise Tony Tony Bobolinski Thank you, uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Bobolinsky, Anthony
0: Junior.
1: Um. Anyway, uh. He was ignored, his long, sober, utterly credible interviews with Tucker Carlson, and and I believe he spoke to the New York Post, completely ignored by the mainstream media. If you saw and heard what he said, Joseph Biden is 100% tied into the family business and is absolutely at risk of being a a money launderer along with old uh, Hunter. Hunter, you're a loser. Old, Old stripper pole Hunter.
2: Yeah, I don't know if uh, Joe Biden has got any problems himself on this or not, but Ian Bremmer tweeted this out yesterday. I thought it was interesting. He's a, uh, a guy we've had on many times, and he definitely uh, uh, is not a Trump fan or has tweeted much that helped Trump in any way. Um, he retweeted himself. He retweeted himself from back in October. Like That's kind of
1: we- like what uh, Jeffrey Toobin did there on the <laughs> Zoom
2: call. He retweeted himself from two weeks before the election when he had tweeted, Hunter Biden corruption is a legitimate question for the vice president. I can't imagine interviewing him and not asking about it. He retweeted that. He said re-upping this today with the Hunter Biden story coming out today because Joe Biden has done a couple interviews recently, including yesterday, and nobody's asked him about this stuff.
1: And even Ian Bremmer says that's a completely legitimate question. The utter corruption of the American media might be. The second biggest story of this half century. The first being uh, China's ascendancy and desire to knock us off our pedestal. But the the perversion of the principles of the U.S. media will have effects that will echo for God, I don't know, decades, centuries, I don't know.
2: My here are my here are my thoughts and speculations on this. Yes. I don't. If I had to guess, I don't think Joe Biden's dirty. He just doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. If I had to guess, but I've been fooled by people before. But if I had to
1: guess, that's what I would guess. Well, and his brother, as much as stated, uh, they always worked hard to maintain plausible deniability. I could believe that the old man was not tarred.
2: All right. I could believe that he got used for all these things. You know, and to what extent he was even aware of it. I don't know. Right. But I will say this also. And I've known these people uh, bumping around the world of what some people call recovery Uh, As an alcoholic and everything like that, with other people that have various problems. Anybody who's a crack addict, like Hunter Biden, a crack addict with a gambling problem, is capable of anything. And I mean anything. Everything is on the table. He could have sold out his dad ten times over. He could have turned a blind eye to anything. Or participated in anything. Crack addicts with a gambling problem who'd gone through all the family money. Remember, that's why his wife booted him out of the house. That's right. They got kids and everything. Went he went up went, his nose. He went through all the family money. He is capable of absolutely anything. Nothing would be the slightest bit shocking that yeah. he did. And, and so poor Joe Biden, his dad, you know, thinks this is my son. He's a good guy. I know his heart. He wouldn't do these sorts of things. Unfortunately, he might be really shocked to find out what a, 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 a crack addict is capable of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Glenn Greenwald has a lot of great writing on this stuff, which I'll share with you in a couple of minutes or several minutes. Um, he quotes a number of China experts, um, uh, academics all sorts of people who are explaining exactly how all this worked. This is not some sort of far-fetched, you know, I hate to name anybody's favorite right-wing website, but this is not some sort of far-fetched, half-true, exciting stuff. This is carefully, soberly documented by grown-ups. And Hunter is in a stew, man. He is in a stew, and it's nearing a boil. And again, the old man might not be demonstrably dirty, but he is not clean. I'll tell you
2: what, for poor Hunter, though, I would be shocked if it turns out he doesn't have some serious problems, uh, legally speaking. If he's a crack addict with a gambling problem who is dealing with uh, a, a Russians and Chinese and didn't get himself into a terrible position, that would be, that seems like the least likely outcome.
1: Well, and picture this. So you because have he his... was
2: desperate in that way that you know people in that lifestyle get desperate.
1: Sure, yeah. Well, so you got a guy with his history, and it's a pretty well-known history. He goes over to China. He can watch his the video dad. of the foot massage. He, so he goes over to China with his pop and says, yeah, look, I, I'm a former. I'm a recovering crack addict or a Coke. Was he doing crack or was it just Coke? I thought it was crack.
2: Uh, could, Sean, I do you know was it was specifically? I thought it was crack that he was smoking in the video.
0: Uh, it's possible. math, math, crack. Ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. He I'm was smoking sure something. Any difference
1: in terms yeah. of the well, lifestyle, anyway, well, anyway, we'll call him a cokehead. Just to, we'll okay. keep it conservative here. So you got this cokehead, former cokehead, recovering cokehead, and God bless him. Drugs have have screwed up people's lives, and people have moved on and had wonderful lives. And and I do not mean to dismiss him because he had a substance problem. But if I am, for instance, I don't know, a Chinese oligarch. With hundreds of millions or perhaps billions of dollars to invest. And a guy with his history comes over with the old man and says, yeah, yeah, I'm starting a hedge fund with a couple of guys. You want to throw a couple billion dollars our way? I'm probably saying no. And yet the Chinese government, uh, government-allied uh, oligarchs, said yes. Now, the idea that some of that money flowing around maybe got laundered a little bit or Hunter took more Chinese money in than he told the IRS, I mean, that's not a leap. That's not even like a step. That's a standing still and looking at it. But we shall see. More to come. <laughs> yeah, that, that story, well, it's. It,
2: it, am I right that it's starting to get attention not just in the New York Post and Fox? You know, honestly,
1: if you're getting dark communist Chinese money in China and you do declare it to the IRS, I think you're an idiot. But it looks like Hunter's getting busted. Yeah, you got
2: bigger problems than the IRS, so you might as well, you know, keep as big a chunk of it as you can. <laughs> uh, we got a lot more to talk about on a whole bunch of different fronts. What's uh, what's the, one of the other stories we we're on? That, uh, uh, we got the Facebook. We got oh, the Swallow yeah.
1: Well rolling around with communist <laughs> spies. <laughs> Absolutely. Probably
2: still on the hook to Beijing. All, uh, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Text line
1: 415-295-KFTC. Pro- productive segment, wasn't it?
0: <laughs>
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Finally, the New York Post has published an article about a Manhattan Chipotle that is, quote, besieged by rats. Or as New York City health inspectors call it, a B.
1: A B. I get it. Grade B. Oh. Besieged <laughs> oh, okay, by rats. Okay, yeah. Yes, it's a bit of an inside New York uh, restaurant joke. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we lived someplace. When we lived in North Carolina, they had grades on the door outside. Right. And like when, right when you walked through the door, you'd see a, you'd, the grade. And uh, we were told, don't eat any place that's got a below a C or something like well, that. Well, no, I,
1: I remember like nothing below a B because C, I think, was the lowest grade. We were thinking it was like A through F. And they're like, oh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. No,
2: C, the rat brings you the food.
1: <laughs> the rat is the food. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look at this. Is this chocolate chips in here? Oh, gee. Yeah. Yeah. Sure it is. Yeah. Too much. (laughs) Too much. Too much. Sorry. Uh, Boy, I'm reading more of this Greenwald stuff about uh, about uh, Hunter Biden. It's something uh, more to come. And we got to talk about
2: Facebook a little bit later. They might actually be in trouble this time. All the other times I thought "Eh, they'll be fine with this, but uh, they might actually be in trouble. This is some big time stuff.
1: Yeah, and I've I've come to realize I'm out of my depth on the whole antitrust thing as it oh. applies to Facebook. It's really complicated. I know
2: I am, but if you got 48 states worth of lawyers and uh, all these people coming at you, it's gonna it's gonna eat up a lot of time and energy at the very least. I read a
0: couple blog posts. I'm an expert. Let me know what you guys <laughs> need to know. It's
2: good
1: to be you, Sean. You're looking more and more like Jesus these days.
0: <laughs> How long's it been since you had a haircut? Uh, 2019, I think. Oh. Like it, it was pressing up against the longest I'd ever been without a haircut. Before the pandemic started, you know, wow. you
2: actually—if you wore the the tunic and the sandals—you look kind of the, like the classic uh, Middle Ages European depiction of Jesus. You
0: look exactly the like Bible. him. That's right, sir. You should see me walk on water. <laughs> um, the uh, and also my uh, my beard trimmer has uh, bit the bullet, so I need to get a new one of those. Mm, uh, wow, apparently, wow. my my beard is just far too thick and uh, you know manly. It's Let a, your freak
1: flag fly, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got I got I to get an industrial strength one, I guess, because the battery just died out on this one.
1: Couple of quick emails to share with you. One, uh, Swalwell, sw- and yes, we're looking at you, Eric Swalwell, you lying creep. <laughs> Swalwell hasn't seen the Chinese spy hottie lover in six years, but has he talked to her, texted, FaceTimed with her? Answer the questions, writes Dana.
2: Well nice. I can I can believe that he cut it off completely when he found out his mistress was a Chinese spy and hasn't heard right. from her. That's not hard to believe.
1: Yeah. You know what's possible? You lie in creep. And yes, we're looking at you, Eric Swalwell, you lying creep. Uh, It it pains me to defend Swalwell on every and on any level, because I think he is the worst, most despicable sort of politician. And we can replay his parade of lies during the Russia collusion hoax. What kind of parade is that? Um, But uh, (laughs) don't bring the kids. The float of deceit. Nobody will throw chewing gum at your children at that parade. No, they're throwing out red herrings. But it, that's, that's, that's really good right there. See so You see that, folks? The man does this for a living. Anyway, what I was going to say is it is possible that Swalwell was staying in some level of contact with her. Well, this is unlikely. I'll just go ahead and finish the thought. Um, And reporting on it to the FBI. Because they came um. to him, gave him a defensive briefing a number of years ago in 2015, I think. And uh, probably said to him, "Hey, look, don't say anything. Just tell us what she says."
2: Oh, wait a second. So uh, I was uh, I was claiming yesterday that it can't possibly be a national security threat for you to answer the question whether or not you had an affair. But I suppose if he if he pretended to keep it going, working right. with the FBI,
1: yeah, here's eh, the major. There might be a reason to you know be pretty quiet about the whole thing. Here's the major flaw in my own reasoning. She fled the country suddenly and without warning, and that wasn't to go back and see granny and old Jinping or, you know, whatever, Uh, an old Hunan.
2: Had Swalwell's baby. there in (laughs) Wuhan.
1: (laughs) Uh, I suspect that she figured out that the FBI was on to her. And so I find it somewhat doubtful that she continued her nefarious activities. Mm. But, you know, I could be wrong. I don't know. But, again, it pains me to defend Swalwell at all, as I believe he is everything that is wrong with politics. And, yes,
0: we're looking at you, Eric Swalwell, (laughs) you lying creep. (laughs) If you were to cast somebody in a movie that was a politician that were to be a mark from a foreign hot spy... You would cast Eric Swalwell. Yeah, he's got the yeah. look of a mark. Yeah, he really does. Yeah.
2: Oh, and there's there there's some transcripts out. I heard Mark Stein talking about this on Fox last night. Transcript of a uh, one of your old, uh, not particularly appealing mayors actually ask her at one point when they were making out because they, they they were they were spying at the time. Why are you interested in me? I don't really see like your type. And she said, "I'm working on my English, and I just want to get closer to you." That's oh. what
1: she told the old guy. Good <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> Whatever. Do you mind if I grab your butt to help you learn English? <laughs> eh, that sounds reasonable, I would think. Armstrong and Getty.